Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Tea with Tash. I am fully immersed into the holiday spirit season. As some of you guys may have noticed, I rolled out a little holiday food bank give back initiative where for every share I get on that post, I will donate one can of food to the Greater Vancouver Food Bank. I am so excited that I chose to do this because I've been getting so much feedback on if people can donate. Um, As funny as it is, I have a lot of like older people, such as not older people, but people who are less technologically inclined who are getting in touch with me, asking how they can help. And I'm just so grateful that not only are people sharing the post, but are offering to donate as well. So if anybody's interested in donating, please DM me at Tash Podcast and I will set up something COVID-friendly, of course, to have you or someone you know drop off stuff to go towards the Holiday Food Bank give back. Um, I'm just so excited that this initiative is doing so well and that we're hopefully going to give as many cans as we can to the Greater Vancouver Food Bank for people who are less fortunate. And as much as everybody says it every year, I feel like this year with COVID, I think we've all had a tough year. I think there's always somebody who is worse off than us. And what better way to end the holiday season or end this really shitty year than to help somebody who needs more help than we do. So again, if you're interested in donating cans, please DM me at Tash Podcast and I would love to set up a COVID-friendly drop-off or pick-up, whatever works for you. Aside from that, I am super excited for you guys to hear my episode today. I It was a last-minute one. I don't typically do episodes the day before they come out, but I made it work for this guest and I'm super excited for you guys to hear my interview all about someone who I've followed for years and genuinely love everything that she does. Um, I think there are a lot of people on Instagram. Of course, there's millions and billions of people who are on Instagram. But when you find somebody who just, I don't know, is fun and light and talented and, of course, local, which is super important to me, I just can't help but support them and reach out to them. All right, everyone. Welcome, Kayla, to the Tea with Tash podcast. Kayla, welcome to the place where we love to spill the tea and learn a couple things in the process. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I want to start off by getting you to tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your business, and maybe just introduce yourself to people who may not know who you are. Yeah, for sure. So I'm Kayla Gablehouse and I live in Kelowna, BC, and I started my business, Lavender and Grace Jewelry, um, when I was 18, actually. So five years ago, um, I was in my gap year. So I was in between high school and post-secondary and just didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, like most of us in that phase of life. Um, And I kind of started playing around with jewels and I knew I wanted to be in the fashion industry of some sort. So yeah, I just started making jewelry um, for myself that kind of fit my neck and my style better. Um, And then word kind of grew from there. Um, But I actually was in school the last five years. So I started Lavender Grace um, two months before I started college. And so I have been 
in school for five years and trying to navigate the world of a business owner and a full-time business student. Um, but I just graduated in the spring amidst all of this craziness. And yeah, that's kind of my story of Lavender Grace and how it came to be. How does one even do a full-time like business degree and run uh, like a booming side business? Like, how do you even do that? Because I have a hard time working a full-time job and doing the <laughs> podcast. Like, I can't even imagine having to like physically push product out. It's, I'm not going to lie. It was really, really tricky, but I think I just, of course, had a passion for both. Um, I was going to school for marketing, so I was learning how to run my business, um, and I was able to kind of put all the things that I learned in the classroom to work right away. Um, but yeah, I honestly ask myself that every day now that it's been a, a few months out of school. I'm, I look back and I think that was a wild time of my life trying to navigate balancing both of those things. But like I said, I just had such a passion and I knew that I wanted to um, have a successful business outside of school when I was done. And so that just kind of pushed me to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like we're the same age. So I feel like we're both like just powerhouses. We just get it done. We don't care how long it takes us for it to do it or we just get it done. But how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected you at all? It's actually, um, it's affected me in so many ways, but I would say it's affected me in a positive way mainly because of course people are really aware of shopping small. They're so hyper aware of, um, yeah, supporting local businesses, supporting small um, as well as shopping online is booming, of course, as we all know, we're all doing online shopping <laughs> yep. to keep us kind of uh, going and it's something to look forward to. So other than negative delays, such as um, shipping delays, so my supplies come to me as I don't have, um, I don't make everything start to finish with my own hands. And so there's been negatives and positive, but I definitely try to look at it in a positive aspect because my business has been able to shift into kind of a new state of business. Which I feel like at some point, and I just had this conversation with Donnie from Privilege, is that like, it brings you into like a survival mode. You don't know what else to do, but you're going to yeah. do anything to make it work. And she was saying that um, her, I, I'm not sure if it was a manufacturer or what it was, but her designs and then they couldn't do the fabric or they couldn't get it done because of COVID. And then the main place where they got it done, like had a huge, huge COVID positive area. So she was like, you have to do what you got to do. And it's hard because yeah. you know, there's only so much you can do with your hands tied. So, wow. Exactly. I completely agree. And I think another kind of aspect of this whole pandemic towards small businesses, I think it's really educated the consumer in the sense that we are all human beings. It's a human behind a business that you're supporting. And so I think a lot more people are aware of kind of the, a glimpse into the hard work that um, having a small business entails. And so I think the consumer is kind of more aware of if there's a delay in another country, it trickles down and it will affect your business, even if it's locally in the city that you live in. Totally. And I don't think people realize that, of course, until now, like you mentioned, um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure everybody is a huge Amazon person, but I feel like everybody, including uh, myself, are making huge, a conscious effort to make sure that we're buying local, that we're 
I mean, I can't no. tell you how many freaking Christmas ornaments I've bought from local shops that, I mean, of course, are <laughs> one of a kind, but you're like, you know what, this little owl ornament is not just an owl ornament. It's supporting somebody's family, supporting them no. purchasing whatever, right? And I think that if anything, the pandemic has taught us is that shop local is so important. I think it's so much yeah. more than people being sick, unfortunately, but brings us more down to a local place which is I think beautiful now that we're kind of have our hands tied we can't have everything shipped on on a dime right I wanted to just talk about your pieces what was like the very first piece of jewelry that you just decided to touch on and you're like ma I could really do this as a business because we got a ton of business questions for you it was crazy oh god (laughs) oh that's so exciting yeah I'm trying to think of I don't know if there's one that really um, stands out to me kind of in the beginning, but I would say there was a piece um, about two or three years ago, and that's kind of when I started taking myself and my business seriously um, and realizing that this could kind of be a career path and income source for me. And I would have to say that's probably the Joe necklace. Um, I kind of call it the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants necklace as it looks good on every single person, every single skin tone, every single outfit, it is crazy. And so seeing people fall in love with that piece um, through influencers and social media and seeing family and friends wear it in so many different ways, I feel like that one kind of was a pinch me moment. And I realized, okay, people are really into this piece and yeah, there's only up from here. Yeah. And what I love about your jewelry is that it's so dainty and fine in some areas and then when you cluster them together they look so beautiful like somehow no matter what style or what they are they click and that's what I love about Mm -hmm. it is that some people's uh, like jewelry stores are so hard to match when you have another pair of earrings that match and everything that you create matches perfectly I have to tell you my favorite product that I cannot wait to get my hands on are the I, I might say this wrong the Isla Huggies no, you said that perfectly. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. They are so cute. They are so dainty. And why I like them is because I actually have these earrings on here that are similar, but they're a little bit, it's a little bit wider than the thin. Yeah. But I've been wearing them since I was in grade eight. Okay, that was 10 years ago and I have never taken them off. And I'm like, I think the girl needs a new pair of earrings. And those are my favorite. They're just so beautiful. And like the fact that you can come up with a concept like that. I mean, I can barely write a Christmas card without screwing (sighs) up. And you can make this beautiful jewelry that just is amazing. Like it's so creative. I can't even get over it. Thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. I wanted to get into some of the business questions that people have asked because I was not expecting it to be more business related than it was jewelry related. Um, Interesting. But the first question we have here is, do you have any advice for people who are wanting to start a side business or just a business in general? Yeah, for sure. I get asked that all the time on my Instagram too. And I love chatting about it because I think we're in a really unique um, phase of our lives basically right now. Of course, there's so many negatives to this pandemic, but I think a silver lining is that we all have a lot more time and therefore we have more time to kind of focus on if you wanted to create a side hustle or bring a side hustle to life full time. And so, yeah, I really think that my advice would be simple is just put your head down, work hard, and and bring it to life. Actually, just do it. 
um, I think a lot of us get wrapped up in our heads and we kind of overanalyze and we're so nervous to put something out into the world and it is really intimidating, but I think it's so important to, to launch and pivot. I think it's really important to get that out there. And then it, your, your first product might not, or your first service, whatever it is, might not be what you envisioned. It might not be perfect or to your standards, but I think it's really important to just put it out there. And then, like I said, pivot, uh, shift, switch, make changes and go from there. Yeah, I feel like some people, when they start a business, they don't realize the amount of trial and errors that come with yes. all yeah. of that. I mean, myself as a small-based podcaster, I mean, if you were to listen to my first couple of episodes, they're worlds different from what I do now. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but it, if it had it been for the pandemic, I wouldn't have started because I started this podcast a week before we got locked down here in Vancouver. And oh my goodness. for some wow. reason, I mean... I'm very lucky. I have a beautiful full-time job that I worked through the entire pandemic. Um, so for me, I was like, this is just extra time that I'm finding that I'm not filling with seeing my friends or seeing family or birthdays yes. and all that BS going downtown, all of that. So I find that like for myself, this is like a creative way, but in anything you start, there's going to be trial and errors. And I can't imagine having an actual product with doing that trial and error and how stressful that can be, let alone me just talking on a microphone like that can be changed, <laughs> but a physical piece of a product is just, that blows my mind. Cause I feel like I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely trial and error for sure. Yeah. And our next question here is, and I think everybody handles this differently, um, but some of your tips for creating a healthy work-life balance. I feel like people super struggle with this, even in a pandemic. I yeah. Oh my God, that is such a tough question because I am no pro. I'm still kind of navigating and learning every day. But I think um, I think a, a lot of simple things can help you through your day and through your week and month. And I think lists are a really simple thing that can help you. Um, I also really like time batching. So especially when I was in school, I, of course, was obsessed with running my business. And so if I could have devoted all of my time to that, that would have been great. But um, yeah, so kind of taking uh, a few time blocks throughout the day and figuring out, okay, mornings are devoted to school or kind of your nine to five or whatever that may look like. And then afternoons and evenings are devoted to kind of creative time or running your side hustle or bringing something to life. Um, but yeah, I think also that being said, learning how to not be hard on ourselves is really important when totally. finding a balance. Totally. Yeah. I think that we live in a society. Um, of course there's an amazing highlight reel that is shown on Instagram and social media, and it's at the touch of a finger all the time. But I think learning that not everyone's life is glamorous and not everyone has it together. They're probably still trying to figure out balance. So yeah, just being really kind to yourself and figuring out what that looks like for you and trying really hard to not compare is, is key. Yeah. And I find too, that like when you're more honest with your audience too, um, like I follow you on every account that you have. Um, and oh. I, one, um, one thing I love about you is that you're so honest, um, especially when it comes to like your skin journey you lay it out on there. You're like, this is, this is me. Like, this is who I am. It does not define who I am, but there are ways yeah. to enhance it to make yourself feel better. It doesn't matter what you do. If that makes you go get a facial every week or you get Botox and filler mm -hmm. to, you know, 
whatever makes you feel good about yourself. And I appreciate that you let us see that part of your life, not just the jewelry and all the other businesses that you have, but your life as well. Like that is a huge part of you without that. You wouldn't have anything, right? Exactly. Um, Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. that. Yeah. And I try to do it here on the podcast. I mean, there are probably two or three episodes where I'm like just sobbing because life is just hard. Like how else do you survive without letting that emotion or letting that, um, inconvenience to your life or so to say yeah the vulnerability totally and I Mm -hmm. find that like those are some of my best episodes that I've done because of me being as honest as I am so that's why I appreciate people like you who show us all of that so thank you well thank you of course (laughs) um and now not only are you an amazing jeweler but you also have a couple other businesses so do you want to tell us a little (laughs) bit about those yeah, I feel like that's that's new in the last year. Those for me, um, yeah, I've been having fun kind of playing around with some new ideas and helping um, friends and family bring businesses to life. But my boyfriend always laughs at me. He's like, you already have so much on your plate. Why are you adding to this? But I think I'm sure you can really is a creative once you kind of get a taste of the creative life and seeing something come to life. So it's been five years of Lavender and Grace. Not that I'm bored by any means of having Lavender and Grace, but it's kind of fun to challenge yourself sometimes and start some new things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in the, in the spring summer of this year, I launched the bliss market with my, um, co-founder and business partner, Isabella of the cake mama. And so we launched what was supposed to be an in-person market. Of course, we had to do the good old pivot and we brought it virtually to our audience. Right. Um, Yeah. So that's been a massive learning lesson. Um, Being a virtual market business owner is something that I never thought I would be doing, but it's so much fun to kind of grow with our audience and listen to our consumers, listen to their feedback. Are they enjoying it? What don't they love? Um, So yeah, that is one. And then another one that... I guess I, I helped bring to life, but I'm not technically um, an owner of it, is my mom started a business called Quince. Quince. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's straw business. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so proud of how it came to be. Um, but yeah, she makes straw bags and then she's recently pivoted into home decor because originally it was supposed to be kind of a travel-based brand. And of course we're all not traveling. We're stuck at home. So <laughs> she's brought in. exactly. There's been a, a, a few pivots in my life, but yeah, she has beautiful home goods and home decor. That's awesome. I mean though, and she's got some beautiful pillows because I saw those in yes. as bliss. Yes. I'm like, I got to get my hands on some of those pillows. <laughs> they are so cute and so different. They're not something that, you know, you see at winners all the time with a yeah. and all that, you know, it's, it's nice. It's simple. It's not overdone. And I find that with all of your, all of the stuff that you do that nothing's overdone. Nothing's pushy. Everything is so natural and has such a flow to it. So I really enjoy all of that. And the bliss market is such a good idea. And how did you connect with Isabella through all that? We actually met years ago at market. So we would do kind of the the Mother's Day market circuit together here in Okanagan. And she was based on the coast forever. And then her and her family recently moved to um, Kelowna in in 2019. 
And so we just kind of became friends and shared our frustrations of being at markets, being at pop-ups, being at events like that, and what we would change as um, vendors. And so we kind of threw around the idea and then we just decided to bring it to life by having a market that was really luxurious and simple and really good quality, as well as vendors that don't overlap each other. Everyone is representing a certain industry um, or a certain type of product. And so we wanted everyone to have proper representation. And yeah, we felt like that was kind of lacking in the market world, specifically here in the Okanagan. And so, like I said, we had plans to bring it to life May of 2020, and then we switched to a virtual market in August of 2020. And then we just recently had our um, holiday edition markets. We did it in November. So we've had two virtual markets in the last six months, which has been a whirlwind, but it's so fun. It's, we love it. It's awesome having a business partner. Well, it's such a good platform too, to have businesses who would not necessarily get the same reach than you and Isabella Mm -hmm. would, which is what I find so cool because, you know, even for myself here on the podcast, like I'm chatting with you who you have an amazing reach and I'm so grateful for that, um, that I get to chat with you and kind of see how your life is, but even on a business sense, like for them, they're like, well, I'm part of this bliss market and this bliss market is going to help me get customers that I never would have thought that I would get. That's exactly it. We definitely are very open-minded and accepting of every size of business, every size of following. Um, Like I said, we had my mom um, start her business and she was a part of Bliss right away. And so my mom's business is less than a year old. And that's kind of our youngest business that we had in Bliss. But then we have Isabella and I that have been around for five and 10 years um, with different types of following. But yeah, we just love um, the diversity and we definitely want it to be inclusive um, for everyone, vendor and consumer as well. Yeah. And everything just, it, like I said before, like it just flows together. Like you wouldn't necessarily think to put all these businesses together and make some sort of market where you guys can not only, you know, provide for the people in the Okanagan, but even for us here in like the lower mainland, like I know, um, I think I saw something that you guys were to come here, like to drop stuff off. Is that how that works? We were, We were going to, so we were going to offer a pickup location in the Okanagan and as well as the coast, but then just before we were supposed to go down, we got the new COVID restrictions, of course, that encouraged um, only essential traveling. And so we decided to end that pickup party, but yeah, our intention is to be available for everyone on the coast in the Okanagan, as well as across Canada with our shipping option. See, and that's just... Oh, how do you guys come up with this stuff? Because I have a hard time coming up with like content for this podcast half the time, but you guys are popping out businesses left, right, and center. Jeez. So oh crazy. Um, I'm so, I'm just so excited to have you because even though we're like two different parts away, it's like, I love to support local. Um, and a lot of the people that I've had on this podcast are all mostly local people. I try not to go too far, you know, into other yeah. Like I've had a couple of girls from New York and stuff like that. Um, but to have people here, like who are living the same life, living the same restrictions that we are, it's a little bit comforting, you know, like we're all in the same yeah. boat together. Whereas people in New York are like, oh, we're going out for dinner and like having parties. And like, we're not like, <laughs> just, we are not. Has COVID are not. Your life like at all, like personally, like, do you find that it's hard? 
Well, so personally, I would say not as as me, but it's affected my immediate family and friends. Um, of course, I worked at home before, so that didn't change a ton for me. Yeah. Um, but my mom actually got laid off in the spring. Oh. And so that's why she started her business as she finally had um, time and kind of had that fire under her ass to start a business, Um, as well as my boyfriend's work has completely shut down um, as he travels for work. He's a cinematographer. And so, yeah, I would say like my boyfriend and my mom are kind of the close, the closest affected in my world, but we're still, we're still kicking it. We're still doing good and we're, we're okay over here in Kelowna. Yeah, And you guys just bought a house, right? We did. Yes. That was not something I would have thought we would <laughs> do in 2020, but yeah, in the midst of the craziness in May, we bought a house together, my boyfriend and I. And it's beautiful from what I've seen through Instagram. I feel like I live there. So, um, <laughs> it's a work of progress still. <laughs> I mean, what house isn't, I mean, I, I still live with my parents. I love living at home. Um, but my parents have been trying to do renovations for years on this house. And then my, luckily my entire family worked through COVID. So we're very lucky, very blessed. And, uh, my dad actually had the situation where they're paying them, but they would have a week on a week off. So he had the time to work on our family home and to the point had so much time that my dad and I are actually building a truck together because my dad and my brother are mechanics. That's so cool. Family stuff like that. I mean, I am not a mechanic in any way, shape or form. I could not tell you how to even, (laughs) I barely know how to change my oil. Like let's not get excited here, but just to be able to spend that time with them and something that they love so much is so nice. So I find that again, COVID is terrible and I hope everybody who has it is okay and like is going to get better. Um, but on the back end, it's brought me and my family in so close that I would never expect a pandemic like this would. Yeah, I completely agree. It's crazy. I know. But yeah, that was a little tangent, but, um, (laughs) I just, I love it because I love, love local businesses. And I feel like if anything, this is like solidified all of my, my choices to shop local. I will go literally anywhere to get something that's so genuine and genuinely made because I know a lot of your products are mostly made by hand. Um, and there's nothing more that I love than a genuine piece of product that will go straight to a consumer. And I feel like that's so personal to the customer with the vendor, of course. And I just like, I find that when I have a piece from you or a piece from somebody privilege, whoever it is, I feel like I'm, I know I'm helping a family. I know I'm putting food on your table. I know I'm helping your business get to where it needs to be. And that's what makes me feel good as a customer. Exactly. I agree. Um, So the last question, um, and I know I'm super excited to ask this one. Um, Can you give us any sneak peek of any upcoming collections, collabs? I know you just finished a pop-up in the Okanagan. Anything. Can you give us anything? Give us the tea. Oh, goodness. I will. There's a big, a big glass of tea that I would love to spill, but I don't know if I could fully. So I'll give a bit of a teaser. Um, But (laughs) sounds good. There's a lot more legality surrounding this one. So I'm working on a collaboration collection with an influencer, um, fellow British Columbian. And she like I said, there's a lot more kind of legalities around it. So I'll leave it at that. She's kind of a bigger, um, I guess, bigger audience. Definitely. Beautiful. 
it's going to be a new a new challenge for me. I love a new challenge, but yeah, we're hoping to launch our collection in the first couple months of 2021. So that's coming up pretty soon. But yeah, she is someone who is a friend, and so it's a natural kind of partnership. Um, awesome. But yeah, other than that, the new year kind of slows down for product based businesses. So. I kind of get myself through Christmas and then I feel like I have a moment to breathe, but then I kind of get really creative in the first few months of the new year. Um, That's when I try to map out the rest of my year and all that good stuff, make those goals and manifestations. But yeah, other than that, I would say that's kind of what I'm focusing my new year energy on. Um, but yeah, that's all of that, that I can kind of spill. <laughs> yes. And you're also a part of our secret New Year's giveaway. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm so excited. I am so excited. It's my very first giveaway. Um, and I'm also so. doing a share challenge where I have a post on my Instagram and every share that I get, I'm doing a can towards the um, Vancouver Food Bank. Um, that's yeah, that's my little Christmas give back, but I'm so excited to have you part of our new year giveaway. And I'm thrilled that we're going to have someone here get a special piece of jewelry from you. Um, let's just plug everything you have so I can get everybody to support you. And just, I'm so excited that I had you on. Oh, well, thank you again. I really appreciate it. Um, so I'm trying to think of like all the handles. There's some periods in there. (laughs) There's so many. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So my personal Instagram is Kayla Gable House. Um, my Lavender and Grace Instagram is at Lavender and Grace. There's two R's at the end of Lavender. Um, Bliss Market is the at the dot Bliss Market. And then my mom's new business is shop.quince. Um, and then my Lavender and Grace website is www.lavenderandgracedesigns.com. And you guys have to check out her stuff. It's the most beautiful jewelry I've ever seen and so my style. So I can't wait to blow up the website and take everything. <laughs> that's what I'm ready to do right about now. I'm in that like holiday mode where I've bought for everybody else. And I think it's okay to buy for myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Kayla. Thank you so much. I mean, this was so fun. We're going to have to have you on after you announce your cool influencer thing. Um, yes. And we'll definitely, definitely have to have you on just, just for fun. Girls night, whatever. (laughs) Sounds good. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, anytime. Thank you so much.